You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. It's Farrell on the bench in the biggest way possible. Hanging out. The bad seed, the broken, the bad apple with a bad attitude, hanging around a bunch of bad, out of bad taste, bad luck, bad dude, bad breath, bad attitude, bad vibes. We are live in the Magic City studios in the Pharrell Palatia, right across the river into the woods from where Granny's about to go to bed. So she's snapping off hits of the Blue Diamond in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, directed to drive in some kind of fashion shake it up. Should do but all my friends that come around, flight to flight to party up. Rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess. This town's a tatter. My brain splattered all over Manhattan. Should do be shake out. Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell. Carver High running it. And I have to tell you, that is just gigantic news tonight. Carver High that the Yankees sweep the Red Sox. They get the 2 nothing win in the nightcap in the Bronx, boogie down style. Stanton and Voigt with home runs. That was the difference. And Green closed the door. They win both. And they are now in the wild card spot. And they're only a half game behind the A's for the top wild card spot. Can you believe what this team has done basically since July 10th? Yeah, it's wild. I actually just saw somebody tweet out the Yankees were 12 and a half games back of the Red Sox around the 4th of July, something like that. Like around July 4th, they were 12 and a half games back. And now after the sweep today, they have gone ahead of them in the loss column into the second wild card spot. What a day for them. Uh, they get that that rally in the fifth inning in game one this afternoon. They're able to hold on with the bullpen. Tonight they get the two homers. How about Wandy Peralta? I mean, he did the heavy lifting tonight. Louis Heal, too. Again, three starts now with the Yankees. Hasn't given up a run in any of them. Peralta comes in and gets big outs there in the sixth. Green finishes it off. All coming together for the Yankees right now. That's for sure. I mean, uh, your boy Johnny Lasagna <laughs> with a big effort <laughs> in the first game. Johnny Lasagna, baby. Unbelievable. Who's been probably, you know, to be fair, he's probably been their best relief pitcher over the last couple of months. He's still 
scares me in a really big spot. But he had a big spot today, and he able to to finish the job and throw two innings. So, yeah, Yankees getting all the bases loaded. Uh, yes, that's true. See, he does. He worries he had a big spot, but he got the job done. Uh, this guy Peralta's been great. That's the guy they got for the sock man from the Giants. Peralta's outstanding. Is that how they got him? Yeah, the sock when they dealt the sock man to the Giants, that guy Wandy Peralta. That's who they got in return. Sock man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, you know, it's weird because I said uh, around, you know, the All Star break, whatever that was. I said, uh, well, when was that? Like the the nineteenth or something like that. Uh, right around there, yeah. Something like that. I said they had to win every series the rest of the way to get the wild card. And they won every series except for the Red Sox series at Fenway. They won every single series, two or three, three or four, whatever. They won all of them. And that's how they did it. They won, you know, 80% of the games. That's just all there is to it. We welcome our radio affiliates. Sirius XM, Mightier 1090 in San Diego. It's their anniversary today, one year. Everybody's popping corks. And Sports Map, Sports Byline, Armed Forces Radio. Hoorah, soldier, hoorah. It's Pharrell on a bench with Carver High on a terrible towel Tuesday. And uh, we're talking about the Yankees, uh, whether you like it or not that they have come back all the way and caught the Red Sox. Now, what's interesting is, is that the Rays are going to win that division, right? Maybe. And Well, I mean, I don't know, maybe. I, I guess you could say that there's the feasibility is there, I guess, that they could just keep rolling and then somehow – you know, win the division. They're five back, both of them, the Yankees and, and Red Sox. And then I told you what the wild card is. It's the A's by a half game over the Yankees who are basically tied, but percentage points ahead of the Red Sox for the second wild card. If they started the playoffs today, the Yankees would be in. And they would play the uh, A's. And, of course, they'd beat the A's. <laughs> And then, well, they'll always, yeah. And we're gonna, later on, we'll have to talk about the Basset Hound tonight. Tough scene. Well, for we're going to talk about the Basset Hound, but the, the bottom line is this. If, let's say, you know, if you go back to the standings, Boston and the Yankees five back. So Tampa, to me, will win the division. I still believe they'll close it out and get it done because I do think they're the best team in the division. And Can you imagine if Boston, after the way they played from April, May, June, July, I mean, essentially, right? And then now they're not only not in first, they're not in second, and they're not in a wild card. Can you even believe that? It's Pharrell on a bench. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, 
a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. So the White Sox are pounding the A's tonight, eight to nothing in the bottom of the sixth at uh, South Side of Chicago Progressive. All I know is uh, Bassett Hound, who's just been phenomenal for the A's this year in the conversation for Cy Young, even though he gets no respect. You can't deny what he's done. But uh, he's been everything for... Uh, the A's, if you ask me, it's crazy. But, you know, when I look at uh, what he's accomplished, he's, you know, 12 and three. And he's got a 306 ERA. People can say whatever they want. 24 starts, uh, 16 quality starts. He's pitched over 150 innings. He's given up 51 earned runs, 15 homers. 35 walks, 153 strikeouts, nine strikeouts per game. And then tonight, he took a line drive off his head in that game. 100-mile-an-hour heater right off the skull, Carver High. And they carried him off the field, right? So, But they're saying he's alert and he's conscious. And I don't know, I'm assuming uh, that they took him to a hospital or he's conscious alert and at the hospital after being uh, hit by the line drive. So that doesn't sound good. And it and it doesn't sound like, uh, you know, he's going to be going out there this weekend or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, really unfortunate injury. He took, uh, listen, uh, you, you've seen it a, a- you know, if you've been watching baseball your whole life, you've seen it a bunch of times. Sometimes a guy, unfortunately, takes a screamer off the melon, and there's really nothing you could do about it. I mean, there's no, the reaction time just doesn't matter who you are. We've seen it happen, and you know they're saying all the right things. He went to the hospital. He's alert. He's in good standing. All that. So, um, yeah, maybe not this weekend, but hopefully, in the near future, we can get the Basset Hound back on the bump. That kind of ruined their game tonight, I thought. I mean, yeah. you got him going. You got a good chance to win. That guy gets hit with a line drive, and they i mean, they just died right then and there. The game was over. 
That was it. So. Uh, f- end of the line for them. And and look, that that's the kind of thing that can, you know, that can rattle a team. You know, they'll tell you that it didn't afterwards. Those guys will all get up there, Melvin, and all say, yeah, you know, we we got to keep going. We got to keep playing. You know that it affects some guys on the field. It always does. Any kind of major injury in any sport, it affects the team. Can you believe that? Uh, I mean, honestly, that that guy doesn't get any. No one talks about him besides us on coast to coast for the Cy Young. Horrible odds, everything else. How can you have that kind of uh, record and numbers and stats, whatever, and not even get? Uh, I mean, it's basically they've already gift wrapped it, right? What they're trying to do is they're uh, it, Lance Lynn's got it. And what they're trying to do is get uh, Garrett Cole in the mix. But they don't even talk about this guy. That's embarrassing to me. There's certain players, you know, look, if you play for the Oakland A's, you're not going to get the same recognition. And there's several franchises throughout baseball the same way. You know, you just don't get You don't get the juice because you don't play on one of the big teams. I think the Basset Hounds had just as good a year as Lynn or Garrett Cole. But he doesn't get the same splash. I think he's been better than both of them. And it bothers me. And now he's taking this screamer off the skull, and now he's, you know, they're going to leave him right on the, you know, recliner. The vacation list. Vacation list time for him. Oh, God. It's just automatic. So, I don't know. I think it's unfortunate. You know what I really can't believe, to be honest with you? Once again, the Rockies are beating the Padres. I mean, you know what we're seeing here? And j- just so we're clear, uh, Blackman grounded into a fielder's choice. Uh, Joe scored, made it one zip in the first. Marquez with a single to left. Diaz scored in the fourth. Rogers doubled to center. Marquez and uh, scored. Three nothing Rockies over the Padres at this point, and well, did you did you see the splits for the Rockies this year? Like how ridiculous this is. They're thirty nine and twenty one at home this year. They're almost twenty games over five hundred at Coors Field, and then on the road, fourteen and forty five. That is, in, that is insane, a split. I mean, you're talking 20 games over at home and 30 games under on the road. That is nuts. So how about your boy uh, Marquez pitching for them tonight and has the RBI, and they're up 3 nothing on the Padres. Do you think uh, that, like, you know, what you're seeing here now, they're not going to lose anything tonight because the Reds lost to the Cubs. But the Reds were within one and a half. If they were in a winners tonight and the Padres lost, it would have been a half game lead for San Diego. Uh, you know, it's going to be the same as it was at the, at the beginning of the day, basically, right? Right. So let's say... Like, if they lost, or, you know, and the Reds won, do you think that it was over for the Padres in terms of that wild card, that that it was, you know, inevitable that they were going to pass them 
and that the Padres have finally, the ice cream cone has melted? Um, no, I don't think so. There's way too much time left. There's way too much time left. I, I think that the, the, and the Padres have the type of player in Tatis that can absolutely carry you for a couple of weeks when it, when he gets going. So I, I think that this is going to be in there till the end. I think that now that the Reds have gotten, you know, kind of neck and neck with them, I think that they'll have themselves a good duel here all the way to the end. You don't think it's uh, crazy how they've failed and that they, where they find themselves right now, that they're like, I can't believe with as talented as a team as they are and how loaded they are. I mean, because they are a couple things. I can't believe that they've blown it. Basically, they're right there on the doorstep of failure. And then I can't believe, in all honesty, that they actually thought as a team, as an organization, I'm serious, that the, the right move to make would be to sign Jake Arrieta. <laughs> I mean, I, like, honestly, like... It's like the Dodgers with Hamels. I mean, it's just... It what, is. What are it, you it doing? Is. The only thing that could top that move would be after... Cole Hamels signed and got a million dollars for not throwing one pitch is if they went out and signed him as well now that he's on the 60-day IL and they signed him anyway. Because signing Jake Arrieta is akin to that. <laughs> you can't even argue it. I, I can't. It's. It, I don't understand what you're thinking about. Like, I know you want, like, insurance if guys get hurt, but, like, I, you'd probably have better insurance you know, by the guys with the guys selling shirts in the lot, you know, in the in in the stand in the in the stadium, than you would have an Arietta pitch. It just doesn't doesn't make any sense to you. Guy's been awful, dreadful, embarrassing. It has. He he's just awful. He's finished. What more do you need to know? You heard me today on on uh, Coast to Coast. You're telling me that no, no. one. Not his agent, not his wife, not his best friend, not his shrink, not his doctor, not his prostate doctor. No one told him that he's finished. No one has the stones to tell him, bro, you're finished. Wrap it up, son. It's for all on a bench. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pharrell on the bench, Rick Carlson, our sports business and legal insider from Harvard on Sports Grid, Coast to Coast, and Pharrell on the bench. He's up in Maine tonight. We had him on C to C today, and now he's waxing up on a mahogany. Rick, I got to ask you, first of all, about because I never really had a chance today with timing and everything to talk to you about the Bauer uh, hearings in Los Angeles. And I mean, just with your legal expertise you uh, have to give me an opinion on like how is it well first of all i have this sneaking suspicion uh which is not good i I feel you know in an ugly way that he's gonna get off uh i feel like um a he's got all the money in the world b uh, which means he's got better lawyers. I don't care what anybody says. This Busby guy it cannot dance with these other lawyers. If you ask me, maybe I'm crazy. And then, uh, or am I am I even thinking of the right guy? Uh, I can't keep track of all this stuff. I think Busby's the guy from the Watson case. But I'm uh, I'm talking about the lawyers that were in there today. This um, Holly, uh, I think, is that represents Bauer, and then her lawyer. Uh, so my question is, you know, with, in regards to her testimony, and I don't know if you read it all from day one, but day two, she was basically grilled today by Bauer's attorney. And, you know, that it just keeps coming back to the fact that she, you know, all this after the fact stuff of going to the hospital and the P- Pasadena police investigating for three and a half months now and not coming to a conclusion is troubling to me. And also uh, he asked her, Holly, why she got back into bed with the guy after the traumatic experience of being choked nearly to death and then beaten uh, and punched everywhere, including her privates and her face, her ribs, everything. And uh, she said she wanted to remember the hours of emotional connection the two had before uh, that happened to her. I didn't want to think about what just happened. I wanted to go back to the way it was before we had sex. The hearing is expected to continue over the next two days and include testimony from Bauer. We all know about his domestic violence and, and, you know, basically paid leave. Holly said during uh, her opening statement that the woman gave Bauer every indication she consented to the treatment she received during the nights they spent together at the home. They keep talking about consent, Rick. And I mean, the more the more I hear about it, it the, more, the less I feel like she's going to win this thing. Well, you know, listen, as a lawyer, I, I've read some, not all, but, uh, you know, you may like it or not to say, is a very important element of, of this crime and this hearing. Uh, on the other hand, uh, I, I would disagree uh, in, the, in the timing of this. You know, the Me Too generations become really powerful, and I think some of the same stuff you might have heard four or five years ago uh, will have different consequences today. So I, I can't pretend to get into the mind of a judge, 
and I can't ca- pretend to get in the mind of court of public opinion, although I think the court of public opinion has already made, uh, made its mind up. But I'm not really sure what the result is going to be, except the circumstances over the last couple of years have made it very difficult to justify this kind of behavior. I, I don't think it could ever be justified, but if your question is, you know, does, does he get off? And uh, I, I think it's a lot more difficult today than it was a few years ago. Holly said during her opening statement that the woman gave Bauer every indication she consented to the treatment she received during the nights they spent together at his home. She questioned, under questioning from her attorney, the woman testified that the horror grew as bruises emerged after the pain surged the day after the second time she saw Bauer. The 27-year-old said she sent Bauer a picture of herself after returning to San Diego. I cannot believe what my face looked like. I wanted to know uh, him to know what he'd done to me. So Bauer replied in a text message, damn girl, are you okay? She said she was frightened of the social consequences as the physical ones and was at first determined to tell no one else. I knew how that was going to go. That situation paints me as a slut. I didn't want the story to go anywhere. But a visit with her best friend who was mortified by how she looked, convinced her to seek medical help. She goes to the emergency room. A social worker's there. Her parents, Pasadena police. Um, today, she discussed the aftermath of the second visit in which she, according to her testimony, Bauer punched her in the face and private parts and left bruises on her gums, around her eyes, behind her ears. She was frightened at what Bauer might have done to her while she was unconscious. In text messages and a phone call she made to him for Pasadena police to record, he said that he only punched her in the buttocks during that time. She described the hours-long sexual assault exam that she was terribly traumatic and physically uh, painful the entire thing. The nurse uh, who took the stand and testified that she had never seen the kind of bruising she documented on and around the woman's privates in the approximately 75 exams that she's done for sexual assault. Um, This stuff's unbelievable, Rick. It really is. it, It truly is unbelievable. But at one point, at something here, you know, are, you know, you talk about going back a second time. You know what I mean? The first time it happened and then you go home to San Diego, then you go back and do it again. I mean, I, and I'm on her side. You know, I cannot stand this guy. I've called him a predator on the air repeatedly because that's exactly what he is. I don't even care if. He's found not guilty of anything and gets off. He's still a predator, not only in my eyes, but I think in baseball's eyes and in baseball players' eyes and in the union's eyes and in the media's eyes and in public opinion's eyes. Would you disagree with that? Uh, no, I wouldn't disagree with that. But I would also say that uh, you know, the hearing is, is, is incredibly significant and the standards that are applied are as well but uh you know the 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 court of public opinion is pretty important in all of this and you know there's a lot of question about whether he would ever be a dodger again even if he does get off now you know people are entitled to the presumption of innocence but then again if if you have something that is so compelling uh it doesn't mean that a team you know has to reinstate you so there are a lot of those issues floating around as well so let me ask you this question. Um, did you see the story of the 
the kid, uh, the ex-pirate reliever, Felipe Vasquez, who is 30 years old. And I have to admit, let's just face facts. He was a really good closer. There's no questions asked about how good he was uh, as a closer, even though he played for the lowly pirates. But we know the story about him. He's uh, he's going to federal prison for two years, and he was sentenced uh, to two years behind bars for uh, statutory sexual assault and child pornography, among other charges, in a case involving a girl who was 13 when he started sexually assaulting her. I guess my question here is simple. I said this on the air today. He's got a hell of a lawyer because how do you sexually assault a 13-year-old when you're 28 at the time, he's 30 now, and get two years in federal prison, that's it. I mean, I want to know, I want to know what kind of world we live in when you can sexually assault a a child and you get two years. How good of a lawyer do you got? I mean, honestly, that lawyer, get that guy a load of money and, and get him a new office up on the top floor because how do you get that guy off? I mean, that's that's essentially what he did. He got him off. Two years, that's a that's a gift-wrapped sentence. Yeah, and, and, and listen, we can talk about these are not isolated. These are very important. I don't mean to minimize them. And I'm also not going to uh, accept it that every uh, case totally depends on a particular lawyer uh, who might be better than somebody else. You know, he, he, guy did a really good job, and that doesn't mean that this guy, uh, uh, you know, shouldn't get the book thrown at him. But then again, uh, you know, the standards are are difficult to deal with. He'll, he'll you know, he's not going to pitch again. Do you do you really think that he's he has a he has a chance when he comes back of anybody picking him up and and, uh, you know, that's not enough punishment, but he probably doesn't have a whole lot of other uh, employable skills either. So uh, it's not that he's being punished enough, but, you know, there are a lot of other circumstances here. Well, yeah, so what you're seeing in Portuguese is his sentence will continue for the rest of his life because he's not going to pitch again, right. and he probably can't do anything else. Uh, right. He, he probably made some decent money in his short time in baseball with the way these guys get paid nowadays, uh, especially pitchers. And he was their best closer. So I know he made some good money over the couple of years that he was in the bigs. He probably spent a million or two getting this mess dealt with, but I would agree with you that his life of hell, he'll be a sexual predator forever. I mean, you're, you're tagged with that for life. So good luck getting a job when you got that on your resume. When we come back, we're going to talk to uh, Rick Harrow. He's going to run to his hotel room bathroom and wash off after my first round of questioning. And then we're going <laughs> to talk about Phil Mickelson's money that he's making. going to be worth over a billion dollars for all of it. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. 
Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. All right, we're talking to Rick Haro, our sports business and legal insider. Uh, tell me about Phil Mickelson uh, being worth a billion dollars now after the sale of six golf courses. What does he own? Tons of golf courses? I never knew that. Well, it's a billion dollars total, total, but he sold three private, three public. Uh, he uh, uh, has been working with Arsis Golf. They launched 2015. Uh, significant investment from a company that has built a number of courses. For Mickelson, made with his business partner, Steve Loy, could bring him in the vicinity of a million, a billion. Now, the 51-year-old golf legend, uh, $800 million in off-course earnings prior to this sale, and about $100 million on. That, that's not bad. That's, that's pretty good. Obviously, he had a great year on the course, but he's had an even bigger year off. I mean, that is just insanity. <laughs> You're telling me that that guy... Because I love, you know, his career has been pretty cool and everything. You're telling me that with everything that he's done in golf, he's made, uh, well, now now it'll be over a billion with the, these golf courses being sold. But you're telling me up to this point he's made $800 million? Yeah. And remember, again, uh, about uh, $800 million off, and that's over time with his endorsements, and about $94.8 million PGA career earnings uh, of course majors but uh, that's a you know it's like one tenth as we said one one uh, one ninth of his total earnings so he's done okay for himself no bake sale for phil mickelson jesus honest to god what are we doing wrong i mean i guess it helps to be uh, a three-time masters winner but can you believe like so imagine what like these golfers today, like Morikawa and uh, et cetera. And you know what I mean? Like, let's say uh, Kepka, DJ, and guys now at the top of the game, top of the heap. Um, can you imagine what kind of money they're going to make in 20 years? Because they're going to play for 20 years. Yeah, but let's remember it's all relative, too. So, you know, if you added up player Palmer and, and Nicholas, uh, <laughs> the, the the best three golfers at their time ever to play the game, 
you know, they're they're not they're not in the top endorsement earning potential just because they made all their money in the seventies and eighties, and to some extent, you know, the Arnold Palmer estate and Jack Nicholas with his endorsements comes to the present day. But yeah, uh, the guys who we don't haven't even heard of who are going to win a lot of money twenty years from now, and that includes Tiger today, who's well above Phil. Uh, it's present value, and it's it's dollars. You know, you, you earn you earn two dollars today, and it's like earning uh, fifty cents uh, fifteen years ago. So again, it's all relative. Well, I'll tell you what; those guys never made this kind of money. Uh, they made good money then, but they never had anything like this. And it's almost like, even in frankly, in sports nowadays, today. Like these NBA contracts for four years at $200 million like MB got today. I said this on the air. The guy, he plays 70% of the time. He, he misses 30% of the games every year. And he's never won anything ever. And they gave him $200 million, And he's made way more than that because they owe him, I think, $63, $64 million what's left on the deal as it stands now. And not only that, it's guaranteed. Look at KD's contract. Look at Trey Young's contract. Look at uh, Doncic's contract. Look at uh, Dak Prescott's contract. Look at uh, today Jamal Adams' contract. I mean, I mean, it really is relative to when you play. So, like a kid now that's getting NIL, let's say this kid yours, imagine what he's going to be worth in five to ten years from now. I mean, it's really all yeah. about. What have you done for me lately? Because Jack Nicholas never sniffed any money like this. And now these guys are making no. more money than God. Yeah, two things about that. You're right. It's first, when they played, you know, Mike Schmidt's been a friend, and he always said, I wish he was born 20 years, 30 years later. Uh, but then the second piece is you have more opportunities today than ever before. The whole NIL thing, who would ever thought it five years ago that a college kid's going to make a million dollars. But also, you know, Ronaldo, and, and the, uh, let's take Ronaldo and, and Messi. So Ronaldo has 325 million Instagram followers. Uh, that means an opportunity to get significant dollars. And how about endorsements, the cryptocurrency uh, endorsements, uh, the, the, the gaming endorsements? Uh, Jack Nicholas never had a chance, whether he would have done it or not, to have an opportunity to do any of these. So it's not just when you played, but the opportunities today are much different and bigger than they were those years. Well, you're on uh, Sports Grid a lot, and you're on, uh, you know, a lot of shows on the network, and then you're on a lot of, uh, you know, daily numbers game. You're on, uh, you know, you name it. Like, uh, I'm surprised they haven't given you uh, an NIL, like a like a Haro NIL or a, a Haro NFT. Like, uh, like, you know, even uh, Carver High, what do you think? Like, I'm surprised that Oscar Meyer hasn't come around. Or Vienna That's, Beef yeah. with the hot Surprise. dog endorsements yeah. for, for Haro. What is going on here? Yeah, but Something's hey, wrong. You know, there should be an investigation. I really appreciate your promotion of me. It means a lot to me. But I do think that in order to capture an endorsement, you got to understand what the hell you're talking about. And I admit, an NFT... Uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, I'm not invested in it. I have no idea how to make money in it. And so if I had a shot at an endorsement, it is now gone. Thanks anyway.
do you think like today, Carver High had the thought of the year. He said, how about a Pharrell coast to coast advertisement on Sidney Crosby sweater skating for the Penguins in 2022, 23, the new NHL ads on the jerseys. What do you think? A Pharrell coast to coast. I know they had a sports grid NASCAR uh, racing vehicle that was uh, tattooed with our logo. What about a Pharrell C2C logo on Sidney Crosby? I like the idea. Would you put it on a non-penguin? Uh, I I would. No. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Uh, you. You took too long to answer that, by the way. But but you, you gave the right answer, well, even I was though thinking, I'd have been I was a little happy if you did it in 10 I, seconds. I, I was thinking, would I give Carver High, uh, like one of his Islanders, uh, a coast-to-coast? And I was thinking maybe Matt Martin, but at the end of the day, I don't like him either. I used to like him. We used to be friends. But he's beaten the Penguins so many times now, I don't like him anymore either. I used to like him. He I might as well root for the team. Detlef Shrimp Scampi, too. He could have had Carver High. Don't you think Detlef Shrimp Scampi could have had, like, a Gordon's Fisherman-type advertisement going? Probably something along those lines. Why not? Yeah. You know what? How about do, you, do you think Josh the people Bailey. who are listening to us remember Detlef Shrimp? I, I think that's a great name from the past, but I'm not sure most of the people who listen have the foggiest idea. Okay, so what about okay. uh, Josh Bailey's uh, Bailey Banks and Biddle or Bailey's Irish Cream? What do you think, Carver? I think that there's a lot of opportunities here. I, I don't know, though, if, if for the NHL it's going to be on a per-man basis. I think the entire team has to wear the same uh, the same company, I think. I don't think we can go guy by guy. Yeah, I think yeah, so, too. I by the way, let me ask you this. Who, who, is, who is the easiest uh, the last 30 years, I know this is tough, the easiest lay down in the history of endorsement names? I think it's Howard Johnson. Don't you? I mean, in terms of, uh, you know. Yeah, just go to the bank right away. I mean, you know, send them over to the hotel chain. I don't care how much you pay me. I'm the only guy that can do it for you, so let's do it. Yeah, but that guy haunted me, too, as a child. He hit a lot of home runs against the Pirates. <laughs> I mean, to tell you. Yeah, well, a lot of people did. Yeah, he was a, you know, he was a good ball player in his day, don't you think? Well, let me ask you a question, lastly, about uh, Osaka. Um, She had another, you know, let's just call it what it is. She had another moment having a press conference where they blamed a reporter from Cincinnati. They called him everything, a bully, everything else, because he asked her, I thought, frankly, I got to be honest, I thought he asked her a straight-up question, and it was just legit. There was nothing bullyish about it. I did not feel at all that he was interrogating her for her mental health status. He's just like, you know, this platform that you're on to save the world, uh, it certainly helps having the media do all the reporting for you. And then he said, why is it that you can't deal with us? And then she got up and started crying again and left the room. And that was the end of that. And they treat her now like a two-year-old. Uh, the tennis, uh, whatever you want to call them, the the, the professional tennis, whatever, to, you know, WTA, whatever the hell they call it, Rick, I don't even know. You're the one that follows it. All I know is, uh, and I don't mean that disparagingly. I, I mean it as 
I don't follow women's tennis except in the slams, and I don't care about, uh, you know, I got to be honest. She makes tons of money. She's the number one player in the world. She's doing great things, donating money for Haitian earthquake and, and you know, right. people dying. I, I commend that completely. I, I applaud her. But uh, this whole act of I can't do interviews and I can't deal with the media, I'm just – it doesn't hold any water with me. You, you cannot be the number one player in the world and, and now have this uh, I can't do interviews because I have mental health issues. It's not holding water for me. You cannot – you know what she should do yeah. is quit playing tennis. If she can't handle it, then stop playing tennis. I'm not nice. If you're making hundreds of millions of dollars, do the effing interview. And if you don't like it, leave after 10 minutes. But you got to do it. That's just that's part of the game in all of pro sports. It's part of the game, whether you like it or not. Well, in this day and age, there is not an obligation, but an opportunity for her enablers to make things easier for her. And if they are then it's unequal treatment versus others who are in the same situation. Like I was thinking today, give her some of the questions beforehand so she can start thinking about them. But on the other hand, you know, you need some spontaneity. Uh, She wants to have her known as the person who gave significant money to Haitian earthquake relief, not necessarily whether she plays well this week or not. And sometimes you're right. You can't have all the questions asked the way you want them to. And I don't know if the answer is step away. But, by the way, we may see that. Let me ask you this real quick. I got 20 seconds. Do you think that the guy was being a bully to her? I didn't see it, but I heard about it. And I think it was a legitimate question. Again, it might have been tone. It might have been circumstance. But you got to be able to have somebody ask those questions to give uh, her an opportunity to reflect on it or not, but you can't avoid it. You're right. All right let me just tell you, You're I right. got two seconds. It was not a bully question. He just asked a straight up question and he wasn't even a jerk about it. And the whole thing has been blown up and ridiculous. I'll see you, Rick. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. 
at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Listen, I've been around a lot of that uh, depression stuff uh, in family, friends, colleagues. Carver High, you know it. You were around it. So you saw it firsthand. And it's scary stuff. I don't disagree with that. I feel horrible for the chick. I'm not against her. I'm not out to get her. I'm really not. Uh, it's just simple for me. Like this whole act of like, we're supposed to attack this guy now. Cause he asked her a straight up question and that people are showing his face on TV. Like he's some kind of rapist because he asked her a tough question. It wasn't even tough. It wasn't even tough. I, I watched it. It was nothing. It was like a softball question. And she got all bent out of shape and crying and, and got up and left. And they shut the whole thing down for that. I mean, I thought it was a joke. Like, I'm like, uh, this is ridiculous. I'm like, what is going on here? Like, they treat this girl like she's a two-year-old. Like, honestly, like she's a baby. Like, that's yeah, what they like treat the, her like. The moderator at one point, and I was also just like, do you want us to stop? Is it okay if we, you know, do you want to stop here? And, and she's like, no. You know, like the moderator's even, it was just, it's very weird and 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 very tough to take at times. You're right. How uncomfortable is it like, uh, like I'm watching it. I'm going, is this happening? Like, I've never seen this before where they treat someone like this. And like, you don't see it with anyone else. Have you ever noticed that? It's like, she's the number one player in the world. So she's getting the special treatment, but nobody else gets it. I don't get it. You know, I mean, if it's also overwhelming for her, I think she should just walk away from the sport. Seriously, just go live life, figure it out, get better. Get healthy. Take care of yourself. The tennis thing's a little overwhelming for her, apparently, in press conferences. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.